Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Dirt and Spray. Are you a big man? Huh? I'm talking to you. What? You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. You put on a little jacket, you go. You take your lunch because you got big boy pants on. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Spray. I can say big loud things. I can be demonstrative. This is how you conduct yourself. In a democracy? Dirt and Sprague on 1080. We want to look to the future. We've got to tear down the past. Babe Ruth was nothing more than a fat old man with little girl legs. The Fan. I want it all. Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080. The Fan. 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us on a Wednesday. Hope your commutes are going great. Real hazy out there. A lot of smoke. Uh, yesterday of was awful. It was really bad, man. I'm breathing and I went for a run. I was like... <gasps> Yeah, have they got that uh, fire contained up there in Washougal? I don't know. I think it, w- it got downgraded to people getting evacuated, I believe. Well, that's good. Yeah. And we do have some rain on the way, so that's also good. That'll be very much needed. I'm, I'm actually just fire aside, which is just terrible. Um, as somebody who's had to evacuate his house, it's not fun. But I'm just, I need the rain. I got to be honest with you. I could regret, regret this rain. in three weeks. Oh, you're going to regret it, but I'm with you. Yeah, it's coming, and when it comes, it doesn't look like it's stopping it for a while. It will not stop. We pulling that? That should be a drop. That needs to be a drop. <laughs> Evidently, we're not pulling it. I mean, because <laughs> no. once it starts, no, it's once it starts, it can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop. <clears throat> you wearing a toga on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna wear a toga. On Saturday. You know, McAfee's gonna be on that set in a toga, right? He, he should be, man. That's gonna be fun to see those guys on uh, game day's relevant again because of Pat McAfee. Oh, really? I think so. For me, it is at least. You watched it? You uh, watched it every week that he's been on? No, I don't watch it every week. But I do, I do. <laughs> How can you say it's relevant? I mean, I don't watch start to finish because I'm not up at six o'clock in the morning no, on it's Saturday. Three hours. Yeah, but I'll turn it. I will now turn it on for the last eh, forty minutes of the so show. You make their picks, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll do the end of it. Oh, okay. But I was out on all pregame shows. Okay. But now at like eight fifteen when I'm up and I'm good. I mean, obviously not this weekend because I will. Well, I definitely be don't watch the, the Fox but, one. 
No, I just, well, they go to their big noon game. They're going to Ohio State, Iowa this week. Yeah, have fun with that. To hear Urban Meyer talk about accountability, like, yeah, no, go Leadership and yeah. respect. You know they're not allowed to have signs at those? They took down Urban Meyer signs, yeah. No, 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 they're not, like, I don't think. Any they, signs at all? I don't think Fox allows signs because pe- they're worried that they're going to trash Urban Meyer on their signs. Um, all right, well, let's get back into the Blazers. So they start, you, you were asking just where you at if they get off to a rough start. Here is their schedule. So they open tonight in Sacramento. They're a slight underdog. Uh, home openers Friday night against Phoenix. You got the Lakers at uh, excuse me on the road on Sunday. You got Phoenix like three times in your first ten games. And and if Phoenix does not play well, I won't be surprised. But if Phoenix comes out okay, again, I, I think the one part of this that that you just don't know and you hear it but you don't know because you didn't watch is. Man, that defense was truly, truly dreadful. I mean, it doesn't surprise me in the league. And so, like, you read off even the Lakers, and I think the Lakers are trash. I took the under on their, their prop bet of 45-and-a-half last night before they started their game, and I feel great. The Lakers can beat them. They've got Anthony Davis. They have nothing to counteract an Anthony Davis with. I don't care if Winyan Gabriel's their backup. That's better than or, than Portland's backup. And so it's just like, I, I don't I don't look at their schedule as a very favorable start to their year. It's my, kind of my point, and when you tell me that if their defense looks awful, you say, kind of muttering away, I'm out. All right, well, then be ready because their defense is not going to be good. Yeah, I, I don't know. Out probably isn't the right thing to say. I, I think a lot of it just has to do with what brand of basketball are you playing. I'm not expecting you to be great defensively. Like, this is the existential crisis for the team when you have Dame and Anthony Simons as your backcourt. But their, but their offense was also very clunky and with that their starters. I don't And that I expect to change because okay. I think Damian Lillard's just going to be better in the regular season. He's healthy. I think Anthony Simons is a great guard. Um, we'll see how he develops alongside Dame. And I think Jeremy Grant brings something offensively at the four that you haven't had in a while. I think offensively they're going to be fine. Now, maybe I end up being wrong on all this, and the Blazers absolutely stink all season like some fans think they're going to. I just To me, I think a lot of this is the lingering pain of a Neil O'Shea era it is the lingering feeling of watching, for those who did watch, a tanking basketball team last year that didn't try to win, and then four bad preseason games. And it's just, it, I think we're projecting on. Like, I'm not sitting here trying to argue that Portland's going to be a top three team in the Western Conference. Uh, but I also don't think they're going to be as bad as some people think they're going to be. The back end of their schedule is potentially really forgiving for them because they could be encountering a lot of teams at that point that pull the plug. Yeah, they say selling guys off. We're going to the Wimbanyama sweepstakes here. We don't care. But I guess I, I'd say to you, even if they get to 40, okay, that'd be the overprop hit. But is a nine seed or 10 seed bad? Because there's there's really a possibility that that's who they are. Yeah, and I, if I had to put money on it, we put a poll question up last night. Where do they finish? The top four in the West, five or six, play in seven through 10 or uh, the lottery seven through 10 ended up the number one answer. That's where I voted. I would put money on them to finish there. And again, there's a great debate that could be had of, is it better to be out of the playoffs? And the answer is yes. You'd rather have a lottery pick than being a, a 10 seed. Um, but in, in terms of where they're going, I do have a little bit of optimism in Joe Cronin. And I think this year is a, my read from it from afar as someone who doesn't follow it as closely, obviously as you do is this is a year of let's see what we got with some of these young guys. Let's see where we're going to the deadline. Let's see if Nurkic can actually show up and live up to the contract. And if all these things don't happen, I think they're just kind of waiting to see. And you need a, you need a decent sample size before I think Cronin told you and Danny, he, he wants to see 20, 25 games 
before he reaches any kind of conclusion about what roster they have. He's patient. Is he's what he patient, said. and I think you should be. Like, let's see what you got. You're not going anywhere this year. No. There's no move that you can make that's going to put you in a title contention. There's no move that you can make that's going to put you in the top three. You're not trading Damian Lillard, yet we're going to have to deal with that all season long. Should they trade Damian Lillard? If they're not good, should he demand out? Blazer fans, some some want him gone because we should just start fresh and build around the young guys. Like, I just, I'm just going to enjoy watching him play. I hope they play an entertaining brand of basketball. And I'm going to have, at least for a while, a little bit of trust in the new general manager that once you get to the deadline and as the year goes on, you can say, all right, these are our weaknesses. These are the pieces we can move. These are the assets that you have. He told you and Danny that we haven't made that all-in move yet using future draft capital. And I'm, I'm, he's, he's dangling a carrot for me, and I'm going to chase that carrot from one year and see where you're at and, and try and stay optimistic. Well, you know, I, I, I would actually argue you should be – Letting him dangle the carrot a couple years. I don't. We gave a guy a decade. Well, I didn't give him a decade. Well, sure, you gave him at least four years. The organization gave him a decade. Sure, the organization did, but you didn't panic after six months. Like I'm, or I've already heard and seen the panic, and I just, I guess I'm just confused. I don't understand it. Um, I think it's so much easier for people out there to say trade Dame. Like you just don't get one of these guys very often, and if he's willing to be patient with this, knowing it could take two years, he's not going to be the same player in two years, but. Damn, he could, if he could not be like a Chris Paul type. I've said that before. The Phoenix model is kind of how I view this thing. Uh, not in the overnight, it becomes really good and goes to the final sense. More in the Chris Paul is up there on the age ladder, and he gets paired with some younger guys. Aiton and Devin Booker and Bridges. Yeah. like, And then you sprinkle in a couple vets, right? That's kind of what they're doing is a not-so-good version of Phoenix. You've got, you've got Hart, you've got Dame, you've got Yusuf. And then you've got Jeremy Grant. But then you've all, you're sprinkling in some Shaden. You're mm-hmm. sprinkling in some Ant. You're sprinkling in maybe some Jabari if he can find some time in the rotation. I would love that. And, and I think let's give it more. He absolutely is teasing that he's willing to make a big swing. And one takeaway without him actually saying it, there was not a lot of mention of Yusuf Nurkic. There was Jeremy Grant's been amazing. We looked to get GP2 on the court. Oh, man, Josh Hart's great to have. You know, we're happy for Nas for getting his deal. Dame's healthy now. And there was a lot of mentions of players. There wasn't a mention of number 27. And so that's kind of the one I'm circling, you know, hopefully. That's your, that's your biggest issue Before right the deadline. And I'm just worried that contract is a killer around the league and you can't move them as easily as you thought. It could be. That could be. Uh, on our P1 said, the hard part for me, I was never confident in Chauncey being the guy. So last year didn't go great, obviously. Then this year they don't. Look to be super great. I struggle with being able to see if he's actually a good coach or not. Well, the GM doesn't get to hire a coach. It's a problem. And you gave him a five-year deal and then fired the GM like four months later. Yeah. That sucks. But I think he's taking a positive approach to it. I think that's a big difference between him and Neil is from everything I've heard and or experienced, it seems to be in a completely different way of doing the job in the general sense of, you know, treat people with respect and kindness <laughs> Uh, having different kinds of eyeballs on on prospects and talent. And even if Chauncey maybe isn't his guy, being collaborative with Chauncey and Dame and saying, how can we keep this thing going? Like, what can we do together? And so at least at least you have that. I don't know what that gives you, but at least you have that. <laughs> yeah, I'll say my last thought on it. We'll, have a, we'll t- touch on this in the final segment as well. Portland is back tonight. They're playing in Sacramento. I... I have been screaming for the mountaintop for how many years, right? Of just, like, try something new. 
the Blazers were the definition of insanity for like five years where they were trying the same thing, expecting different results. And we knew the results weren't going to be any different. And it got to the point for me as a fan, it's like I just I can't get excited for the start of the year. Last year was probably the lowest I've been in a long time as a Blazer fan going into the beginning of the season because I didn't I knew they were gonna suck. I've seen this team suck. It's still Damon CJ. Like, how are we still doing this? Another year again. Like it was the definition of insanity. So when I scream that I want change and please just try something new. The fact that they're trying something new, I know it's not a, a huge wholesale change and there's a couple of new faces here or there, uh, but at least the fact that it's it's a new roster, it's a, a bit of a, a new vibe to this team, I'm excited. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be excited to watch them tonight. And we'll see how the season goes. Maybe they stink like some people think. Maybe they're better you know, than that Vegas expectations like some people think. The over-under is 39 and a half. Uh, we have a poll question up. Where do they finish the season? 56% of you are saying they end up in the play-in 7 through 10 spot. In the Western Conference, and that's where I voted. So Blazers are back tonight. We'll have more on that in the final segment of the show. Let's get to your favorite segment's favorite segment. Status story next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Crunch the numbers. There's 6,127 students at average, 58% of which are girls. So, so that's 7,107.32 boobs. <laughs> Break the news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Is it a stat or a story? Evidence based on olfactory prowess is inadmissible, in case you didn't know. This is Stat or Story, a monumental judgment call with dirt and spray on 1080. Come on, don't mess. The Fan. All right, Stat or Story time. We have this at the uh, Fan Text Line. Thought on the same game parlay. Dame over 23.5 points. Yeah. Ant over 17.5. Yeah. Grant over 3.5 rebounds. Okay, I'm still with you. Plus 575. That's a sneaky, nice little parlay. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm probably going to copy it. That's a pretty good parlay. I already lost my first NBA bet. You lost your first NBA bet? Yeah. I'm I did. 1-0 in the league. Oh, yeah. 
I live. I didn't bet it. I forgot the game was starting. I turned it on, and the Celtics are down by ten in the first quarter, and you could get them at like plus one fifty, one seventy five on the money line. Yeah, I thought Philly would win. I expected Harden to have a good game. I thought Embiid would be better. He struggled, but I took the money line for the Sixers, and then I parlayed that into Warriors minus seven, which was the easiest bet of the night. Yeah, that was. Yeah. And then when the Sixers lost, I was way too lazy to live bet. I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> We're zero one. I did see some funny Mr. October tweets about James Harden last night that made me chuckle. Out of the gate, always strong. Wow. Always strong. All right, we'll see. We, we, we will see. We'll see. Are we back to trusting James Harden again? I think he got a real dose of humility. Did okay. you see what he showed up in the arena with? I did. He was wearing like a, he looked like a McDonald's character. He looked like a sorority girl <laughs> in finals week going to the library. <laughs> All right, what do we got today, Swag? Uh, your first number is 83. 83. Is it the number of three-point shots Damian Lillard needs to make to pass Jamal Crawford for eighth on the NBA's all-time made threes list? Damn you. That's a nice little find by you. Or is it the number of years ago the first Marvel comic book was published as the new Marvel uh, exhibit opens up at OMSI now? Stat. You sound very confident in this. (laughs) I might always do. I know nothing about Marvel comics. Either Let's see, I. 83 years ago would be what, 1940? Right? Am I math right on that? Oh, uh, wait a minute. I need to rethink that. 1940-something? I think I did bad math. Isn't that kind of where the comics would have started coming out? Or yeah, did Stan they come Lee, out before then? Stan Lee was a younger man when he started this, and I was thinking it was earlier. I'm going to go stab. I'm going to stick with stab. Um, I'm going to say story. It is a story. Mm-hmm. October of 1939... Uh, was the first uh, Marvel comic book published uh, that featured uh, Submariner. Submariner was the first superhero? Yeah. Before, and, uh, like, Superman and Batman and all those? Well, this is the first Marvel comic. I That's don't know if DC, DC comic uh, was before. Why don't you not get your worlds I, mixed up, you I, moron? I didn't know they were different things. No, Dame needs to make 78 threes to pass uh, Jamal Crawford. He started uh, the season tied for ninth with LeBron. I know LeBron hit at least one last night. So, Does anything matter less than three-point records anymore? It, it's kind of becoming the passing record thing to where it's like extent, right? it's amazing to marvel at when you're good, but I'm kind of not caring about records anymore because the game is a fundamental shift from where it was. Like if Ray Allen was playing in this league at the start of his career. Right. Yeah. Or Steph, Reggie Miller. Steph would have probably passed him eventually. Steph still wouldn't have passed him. Ray Allen would still be ahead because Ray Allen would have shot what do you think? 150 to 200 plus more threes? Do you know who's in the top 20 all-time in NFL passing yards? <laughs> I just looked this up. It blew me away. Joe Flacco's top 20 all-time. Yeah, I mean, he, that's longevity. That's longevity. Yeah. Matthew Stafford is 11th. Yeah. Matt I, I, Ryan's up there, too. Matt Ryan's up there, too, yeah. I would say that, uh, yeah, Matt Ryan is 7th all-time in passing yards. He just yards. passed Dan Marino in some either he yards just or passed, He just passed Dan Marino in yards. Yeah. Dan Marino is 8th all-time. Yeah. Matt Ryan is now 7th yeah. all-time. He's going to pass uh, Phillip Rivers this year and move to 6th all-time. Yeah. Yeah, what's more irrelevant, passing yards or three-pointers? Like, to hear somebody moving up the I, record I think passing yardage. I, I think Although passing yards, too. Brady, whenever Brady's done, it's going to be. I mean, nobody's going to touch that. It depends on who. If somebody... I wouldn't say nobody. I mean, he's tell you, at eighty six, he's already six thousand clearer. Drew yeah. Brees, right? But if that's like, but almost... if Patrick Mahomes plays till he's forty four, yeah, why why can he not be passing? And if down? the NFL goes to an eighteen game schedule or something if at you, some point, if you comped Mahomes where he's at now with where Brady was at that same age, 
I would imagine Mahomes is substantially He's ahead, way of, ahead of him. So I'm not going to say nobody's going to pass it. He just needs health and longevity. He's at 20,000 passing yards. He's 27 years old. Yeah, where was Brady, though, at 27? I, oh, I don't, I'd imagine I he wasn't where Mahomes is. Probably behind that. But, yeah. yeah, is it realistic to expect guys to play until they're 45 years old? Not all of them, but I think the older we get and the longer this goes, yeah, modern medicine will expand. They already don't let the quarterback get hit. Anyway, uh, did you guys know that there is a a Marvel Comics exhibit right now at OMSI? I did. Universe of Superheroes. Yeah. Uh, it was curated by a man named Ben Saunders who directs the University of Oregon's minor in comic and cartoon studies. You can study comic books at the University of Oregon. It is the first undergraduate minor of its kind in the country. Boy, they let a guy minoring in something curate an OMSI exhibit? That's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah I got nothing on superheroes. Okay. What do you mean you got nothing? I'm not a big... I just don't do superheroes. Ah. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see Black Adam. Really? Well, I mean, it's not going to be a great movie, but I'm more curious, like, how, how good or bad is it going to be? The Rock, baby. Well, he's doing the same role he does every other movie. Yeah, he's the same character. And lift somebody, I'm really strong. Yeah, he's going to fly and throw somebody. I'm the good guy, but yeah. I'm going to start as maybe the, the rogue Are there giant guy. wolves in this one, too? Are there giant wolves and giant coyotes? I was thinking about taking the wife on a date Friday to go see this exhibit. I don't think she knows Black this is Adam. Adam. If I see one more Black Adam ad, I'm going to lose it. Would you rather watch on a loop for two hours uh-huh. Tina, T- uh, Tina Kotek commercials or Black Adam previews? Tina Kotek commercials. Oh, oh man. Come uh, on. Your next number is seven. Is it the total number of players who have held the career scoring record in NBA history as LeBron is likely to uh, surpass Kareem at some point this season if he stays healthy? Or is it the height in feet of a replication carved out of bread of the frozen Han Solo from The Empire Strikes Back that a pair of California bakers have made for Halloween. I saw this. It's actually badass that they made that. I'm going to say stat here. Weirdly, <laughs> I think the way the league was set up, I, I'm well, I mean, Kareem's held it for a long time, so nobody's obviously broken it in, what, 30 years? Well, we'd imagine Wilt had it for a minute. And who had it before Wilt? The pistol? <laughs> I don't know. The pistol? pistol I'm gonna P? go. So all t- I'm gonna say story. I kind of want to say story too. Now that I'm thinking about this out loud, because I don't know how many people after Will or before Will. I'd imagine it changed hands a number of times before Wilt set the record. Yeah, but like, is he gonna go back that far? We're really gonna do that when there were six teams and Wilt wasn't in the league yet. That's ridiculous. Out of principle, whether you're I'm right or wrong, I'm saying story. It's a stat. Yeah, that's bull crap. Seven. Name Joel Folks yeah, was the very first Just one. Just stop. Then George Mikan. Oh, great. We had guys who t- 20 points, all-time leader in Ed points. McCauley. Yeah, okay, stop. Dolph Shays. Dude, stop. Bob Pettit, <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain, and Kareem. It's ridiculous. Uh, this is from the New York Times. Had no, you heard of all those names, Swag? Uh, I didn't know Joe Mikan Folks. and Pettit, I'd heard. Uh, Shays. Uh, Who was the first guy? Joe Folks, and that was the first season of the league. Obviously, somebody had to do it. So you so. saw it live. <laughs> somebody texted really? in. Some plumber held the uh, record. Sounds like a yeah. plumber. <laughs> George Folks? Joe. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You got his autograph, not me. That's my bad. I'm a big fan of Joe. Uh, but from the New York Times. Sorry, I'm away from my mic. Um, so, we, we can tell. Yeah, we can tell. Yeah, I know. Uh, so a, a couple of bakers uh, near San Francisco 
there's a um, they do a scarecrow thing among businesses that put outside uh, their shops and, for Halloween, and there's a contest, and people judge. But they made a six foot high replica carving out of bread of the frozen Han Solo after he went into the cryo thing in Empire Strikes Back. And uh, yeah. So do you, do, you, do you show up with like, what do you do with that afterwards? Do you carve it up, make sandwiches? Do you toast? What do you, or... you make Han Solo sandwiches? Yeah. Han Solo French toast. That'd, that'd be, be kind of That'd be kind of cool. How much does this cost? I, I, I It didn't have a cost. It was I think it was a high. gimmicky thing they made. Okay. So they used uh, um, two different kinds of kind of dough. They used a sugarless one or something or something high in sugar so it was denser so they could it wouldn't like puff up too much and fall apart. I tell you a secret career field that I wish I could do that I never will. Baker. Want to be a baker? You want to go be a pastry chef? I Yeah, I've always wanted to do that. I enjoy pie. Uh, I love cakes, cupcakes, and, and I just think, you know, it's hard work. But, man, if you're good at it, be fun. Anything better than making something really delicious that everybody wants to eat or does eat, and, like, that's what your job is. It's a yeah. good feeling. It's got to well, be you're a Well, you're, you like to get up early, so normally if you're doing that, you're rising at dawn. Like, I want to make donuts. Yeah, time I wanna, to make I the donuts. Donut, I want a donut truck. Open a there donut truck. Mr. Poopy Pants Donuts. Yes. There you go. Yeah. These donuts will not make you poop your pants. Lots of chocolate icing. <laughs> your last number is 69. Nice. Is it the number of strikeouts thrown by Philly pitchers so far this postseason? Uh, or is it the number of years Cookie Monster has been appearing on Sesame Street before revealing his real name is Sid on Twitter last week? What? what? He's got a real name? Yes. Uh, Which Sesame see. Street characters have done that, by the way? Well, most every, um, I don't know. I mean, there's some that have names, but I don't know. If, do we know Big Bird's name? Oh, I was talking about the 69 thing. <laughs> oh, God. Gotta be hard for Snuffleupagus. Yeah, it does. That's a tough, that's a tough position. Speaking to get of into. Big Bird. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're all thinking the same thing. We're all here. thinking the same. Bert thing. and Ernie, all thinking the same thing. Um, oh I already forgot. This. <laughs> I'm gonna say stat. I don't know. Uh, Phillies pitcher strikeouts in the postseason. That's right. Or yeah. how long has Cookie Monster been on uh, Sesame Street? <laughs> I'm gonna go. Stat. I'm gonna say story. <laughs> It is a stat. Yeah! <laughs> 69 strikeouts for the uh, Phillies pitching staff so far in this postseason. No, Cookie Monster first appeared on Sesame Street 53 years ago, 1969. Uh, but last week he sent out a tweet. Did you know me name is Sid, but me still like to be called Cookie Monster? <laughs> And apparently the Twitterverse blew up. Dude, Cookie Monster's got to be dynamite in bed. Dynamite. You have that kind of energy. Nom, for... nom, 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 nom. I bet. I bet. Uh, count is 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 great in bed. Does he count how many O's you get? <laughs> oh, not Oscar the Grouch. I could see Oscar the Grouch being down and dirty. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. Come on. I'm trying to think who else. Are you kidding me? How about Elmo? Yeah. Elmo's a Puritan. You don't know what he's doing. Start tickling him. What? What? 
They did make a doll that tickled. <laughs> exactly. Tickle me Elmo. Tickle me Elmo. It did vibrate. Yeah, where does the the snuffle guy, where does he, where does snuffle he, snuffle up yeah. where does he put that? The uh, trunk? I, yeah, where does he put his trunk? I, where's that trunk going? You have to ask Big Bird. I don't think there's anybody else in that community that's partnering. Oh. Big enough? That's a BBE. All right, what's the story here? Uh, yeah, so did you, Cookie Monster has a name. His name is Sid. Okay, Sid the Cookie Monster. So Sid. That's is that a good name for him, though? No, nobody. I don't want a name. So no like, name, right? Yeah. Is there anybody, like, you grew up, like, a family, an uncle or something? Everybody called him a nickname, and it took you, like, forever to figure out what somebody's real name was? Well, my mom lied about her name until I was 18. <laughs> so I didn't know what my mom's real name was. My dad goes by Rocky. Yeah, that's, his name is, that's how I know him. Yeah, it's not his name. I feel like you. T- uh, he told me his real name once, uh, and I've already forgot. There's like three people on the planet that call him his actual name, and it's, yeah, David. It's probably odd when people call him his real name. Yeah, I mean, his mom called him David. Sure. He had a um, sister-in-law that called him David. Yeah. And I think another sister-in-law that called him David. And that's like, it. When people say Brandon, I'm a little thrown off by that. I don't even look right away because I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's not a super common name, but there could be somebody else in the vicinity named Brandon. Yeah. Like my wife calls me by my last name. Your wife calls you Sprague? Yep. Huh. It's, it's Sprague. I, I never asked for it, but ever since middle school, people just call me by my last name. Okay. I don't get a whole lot of Brandons. Hey, hey, Brandon. Hey, Brandon. That, uh, that just doesn't happen. But yeah, my mom lied about her name, her first name, my entire life. I would introduce her. I would use that name. I'd say, this is my mom, blank. Yeah. Uh, no, we, not my name. It turns out it wasn't her name, and I asked her why she was lying about it. And she really was just like, well, I didn't, I didn't like that name. More power to her. We should all be able to change our name. Yeah. A little weird, though, then after 18 years to say that's not, you know, just stick with it if you're going to keep it. Well, it's like quite literally the opposite version of Joe Dirt and Joe Deerte. Sure. It was the flipped version of that. It was, I went by Deerte, but that, that wasn't your name. Not your name. That's not your name. Uh... I can't get over the Sesame Street stuff. Oh, Sesame Street. <laughs> Somebody said, my wife's dream is to have a little bakery. That's my nightmare. All you do is make the same uh, exact thing every morning, insanely early in the morning. You're making the same thing over and over Well, but and if, over you, again. If, you, if it's yours, what I would say to that is you're not wrong on some of the things, but you can make different variations. Yeah, you can do... Somebody said, pastry chef here. Yeah. It's usually made with dead dough, no yeast. I got out of the industry recently. You do not want this stay in radio. No, well, I I could talk about radio with you off the air if you'd want, but yeah, no, I'm never going to do it. It's a hard job. I just, it seems kind of cool. It's got to be a moment of that pastry chef where they made something and they see somebody smiling because they're going to eat that delicious treat. Yeah. All right. We got to go. All right. We got to go. Um, okay. Hey, we got owners fighting in the NFL. The ALCS begins today. Game two in the NLCS. Blazers are back. We got a lot to get to. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We had a little owner fight yesterday in the National Football League. You know, everything going on around Dan Snyder. We've talked about it and all the comments and the report from ESPN, the investigation, right? That's been an ongoing thing. One thing that we have not had is another owner in the league coming out and speaking out against him. And that happened yesterday. So they had these owners meeting going on where these in New York or something. And uh, Jim, uh, Jim Irsay stepped up to the mic. They put a bunch of microphones in his face. They're like, hey, what do you think about Dan Snyder? And he basically said, uh, I, I want him to sell the team. He said, we're, there's, it's an ongoing investigation, uh, but uh, he, he is of the belief that they have enough votes amongst the NFL owners to get him to sell the team. That then led to uh, other owners throwing cold water on it. Dan Snyder wrote a letter to all the other NFL owners saying, how dare you believe this hypocrisy from ESPN, acting like there wasn't you know, years and years of wrongdoings that led up to you <laughs> needing to sell the team. And he denied ever hiring a private investigator. He said, I didn't do it, guys. I didn't do it. And we'll see what happens now. But we had a little fight at the owner meeting yesterday. We did. It was pretty big, too, because, I mean, Rappaport had indicated this. When you get an owner speaking out publicly and then indicating he thinks they have the votes. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal. I think we're closer and closer by the day to him having to eventually sell the team. And I hope that that's what happens. I'm, I'm not surprised to see Dan Snyder's reaction to it. Um, sounds like he's going to file a lawsuit against ESPN for this report. I think that's more of just, uh, I want to bleed ESPN of any money for you reporting any of this stuff because I don't think ESPN runs that story with Don Van Nata unless they have some actual concrete sourcing involved. Um, but look, Jim Mercy has not been the most upstanding citizen in this league, and yesterday he became basically the hero of the NFL for finally doing what many NFL owners should have done years ago, and that was stand up and say, enough. This dude's not what this league is about. And he basically was like, dig up all the dirt on me. I don't care anymore. It's all out there. He's right. been a DUI. He's a pill-popping and, DUI yeah, guy. Like, we, he, we got that. You got nothing on me publicly that people don't already know. But, man, I play a sweet guitar. He does, man. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was good for Ursay to speak up here. I found the Robert Kraft Jerry Jones part of the owner's meeting interesting, but uh, not surprised to see Dan Snyder fight back and be pissed. I still don't expect anything to happen. Maybe that's just the NFL conditioning to me to believe that nothing matters in the NFL and behavior doesn't matter and you can keep your job as long as you're a certain person. Uh, and I, I 100% believe the ESPN report. Here was the Snyder response via commander's spokesperson. Uh, quote, it is highly inappropriate, but not surprising that Mr. Ursay opted to make statements publicly based on falsehoods in the media. It is unfortunate that Mr. Ursay decided to go public with his statement today while an investigation is in process and the team has had no opportunity to formally respond to the allegations. We've made remarkable progress over the past two years. We are confident that when he has the opportunity to see the actual evidence in the case, Mr. Ursay will conclude that there is no reason for the Snyders to consider selling the franchise, and they won't. So that was the comment from the commanders. He's I, not going to go down and fight oh, without fighting. No, man. he's going to swing. I, I love, too, how the commanders are kind of spinning this as like, well, this ESPN story, I mean, it hasn't been corroborated. Acting like there wasn't sexual misconduct allegations that have lingered over your organization for the better part of a decade. 
Like it's not throw out the ESPN stories. It doesn't matter. He's delusional, man. I think what he wants to do is get them to reveal their sources. And so he can go after them. I think that's what he's after. I mean, maybe it is, but like, we're, we should not be surprised at all that he's refuting no. everything alleged against him. The dude was literally hiding on a yacht to avoid a subpoena. Yes, he was. So, like, I, I, I just, I, he's him, the ultimate weasel. Yeah, him responding and saying this is ridiculous. Oh, I cannot believe. Come on, man, it's not a surprise to hear that. This is who he is. If he admits to any of this, he's he's gonna be forced. And I, I think you can make an argument. He already should be forced. The fact that he's hiring PIs to spy on other people for dirt, the fact that he's gotten the NFL dragged into all of these off-the-field issues that are disgusting and just an embarrassment, the, the dude shouldn't be owning a franchise. It's beyond the time for him to have to force and sell that team. And, oh, by the way, that's like his punishment. His punishment is making a billion effing dollars. Congratulations. Oh, I mean, a crazy amount of money. If he sells the team, are you kidding me? So that happened yesterday at the owner meeting. He had uh, Jerry Jones trying to hold up the contract extension for Roger Goodell. Him and Kraft got into it. It's just a bunch of billionaires fighting, doing weird stuff. So there you go. There's your latest on the NFL owners. I still don't expect anything to happen. What's to the Jerry Snyder? Jones, Robert Kraft thing about? I don't know. There's These dudes are weird, man. They are weird. These dudes are super weird. There was an allegation that Jerry Jones was, like, shoving his tongue down an employee's throat. Did you see that the other day? Yeah, a woman filed a, a sexual harassment lawsuit. Yeah. Do you know his wife was in the room? Oh, cool. Would that surprise any of us? No. No. I mean, Robert Kraft, do no. we need to get into that? When he, no. he open-mouthed kissed Tom Brady after getting yeah. a rub and tug in Miami. Like, these dudes are weird, man. Well, he doesn't have to get a, go to a parlor anymore and anywhere. He's, he's got married. married. Yeah, he's, he's married. Home rub and tug. Congratulations, Robert Kraft. <laughs> She's slightly younger than you. She looks like his daughter. I mean, it's... <laughs> Weird daughter people. or granddaughter? Yeah, either I mean, or. Yeah, you might be right there. Weird How people. old is she? I don't know. I, I would guess 40, 35. I mean, she didn't look that old. I know that. He's old as hell. So what's the age difference there? Okay. Yeah, you know how old he is? 85. You're a little off. 81. 81. Okay. What is the guess of her age? I'll say 42. 42. Swag? 38. 47. 47. Okay. Hey, look at that. And she's a doctor. Only 34 years. Well done. What is she a doctor? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, the Blazers are back tonight. Uh, we got a nice little sports day. I'm excited. I'll, uh, we'll set you all up. We'll wrap it up, and we'll do it next on the fan. All right. We got a nice little sports day today. For some dumb reason, baseball is playing a game in the middle of the afternoon. So sorry for you people who have normal jobs. But They you got... do this every year. For the... There's a couple of days of overlap of the LCSs, it doesn't and they change always the fact do this. It doesn't change the fact that it's stupid swag. You know it's stupid. This is your final four, and you're playing it's one your of final your games four. in the middle Would of the Would the NBA afternoon? play a Western Conference Finals nope. game between the Lakers and Warriors at noon on a Tuesday? Nope. No. Nope. You wouldn't. It's stupid. I know that they do it every year, but I like point This and, and the way golf broadcasts their thing. We will point that out every year how dumb it is. Because it's just dumb. Like, you're not growing the sport when you play a game at 1.30 on a Wednesday. Uh, anyways, you got Phillies and Padres, 1.35, and Yankees and Astros. I will say, I, I, am, I am excited for Yankees and Astros. I think there's going to be good drama in that series. The two teams hate each other. The fan bases hate each other. Everybody hates both of those teams. Like, who do you root for there? Um, the world to end. <laughs> you got to pick one. Who do you want to win? The NL team. You got to pick one. Who do you want to win? I, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, you, I can't. You have stand no either emotion either way. I literally don't care about that series. You don't care about that series? No, because I oh. hate both those teams. So oh, like, okay. I don't care. Oh well, I, I mean, I hate both those teams too. But I think it's going to be a good series. 
I don't. I don't know. I if hate I'm the in Golden State Warriors, but I enjoy watching them play basketball. I feel like Houston's going to win in five. Oh yeah, they might. I mean, Houston's a damn good team. They won 106 games. This I think year. they're the better team. That's clear by record. I. I just also I don't know how much I really trust the Yankee thing. And you know what? Say what you want about Houston. Another year where they've gotten to at least the LCS. How many World Series have they been to in this run? By the way, this run. Uh, they've been them. to three. They've been to three, so they could get to four. Mm-hmm. And they've been to an LCS how many times? Because they, I don't think they've won it this every time. This is their sixth or seventh straight. Un, you know what? People don't give them enough credit for this. We can joke about the cheating thing. But, like, if you are to just step back and take the cheating thing away from that one season, it's pretty remarkable. They full-on tanked for, like, four straight years. And you cannot argue with the results of that tank. It has been now. Some of those guys aren't even there anymore, but they have. They're so well run and able to identify talent, bring guys in, fill in holes. Like to still have some of the OGs of that tank job mixed in with the guys that they've added along the way. That's a pretty remarkable run by a franchise. Yeah, it's incredible. It's the third time in six years, by the way, that these two teams are playing in the LCS again. So that's I mean, this is only like the fifth time that's ever happened in baseball history where you have three meetings within six years uh, with the same two teams in an LCS. And it hasn't happened in a long time. I think the last one was like Royals and Yankees in the late 70s or something. It's I'm pulling for the Astros. Like, to be honest with you, now that I'm thinking about when this, the, I'm when taking the When the Braves Astros. were making their, when they won the East every year in the 80s, and did they didn't get the same team from the West, though? In a, in a like a, I'm trying to think who else was. I'll pull it up. Hold on. What do you mean? The, well, I can't believe I, – I would think it would have been the Braves because they won the pennant 15 damn years in a row. So they went to the NLC – they made the NLCS one, two, three, At four, least five, five years in a row. Yeah. yeah. And that's not counting their first two runs in 91-92. But in the NLCS, they played the Pirates twice. Yeah. But that was that it was for the Pirates. Yeah. That was it for the Pirates. Then they played the Reds, swept the Reds. They beat the Cardinals uh, lost to the Marlins in 97, lost to the Padres in 98, wow, they got, beat the Mets in 1999. So they got so a you, whole variety. You got a whole smorgasbord. Outside, the first two years were both over yeah. the Pirates. They beat hmm. the Pirates in 91, beat the Pirates in 92. They're kind of doing, I and mean. Then they, and then they uh, lost to the Phillies, by the way, sorry, in 1993. The Astros might be doing an Atlanta Brave thing. Now, they might get more chips out of it, but. I mean, they got one right now, so yeah, you got that vibe going. You got to win another one and not be the 90s Braves. But, but everybody would sign up to be the 90s Braves. That's what's oh, funny about sure. making fun of the 90s Braves is every team, except maybe the Yankees. The Red Sox. The Cardinals. Yeah, maybe the Cardinals, maybe the Doyers. Like, most every other team would sign up to be the Atlanta Braves. Dominate I mean, the division. are the 90s Braves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they already did Except sign up they for they don't it. even have a real championship. They, they don't, yeah. No. The Braves at least won one more in a 60-game okay, season. Time to go. Play more in a 60-game season. Yeah. You know it. You know it to be true in your heart. You do. No home field advantage. You know, Luke, that I am your father. Neutral site. You know you don't feel as great about that title as you would as last year. Uh, yeah, I am rooting for Houston in this series. I know people hate the Astros. I think the cheating thing is a little overblown at this point. Everybody was cheating. They've proven that it wasn't cheating. The only reason they were winning to the point that they've now been in six straight ALCSs. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I want Dusty Baker to win a ring, man. So I, I, oh, that's the only Dusty you want, huh? Yeah, I'm rooting. Yeah, I want Dusty to get a ring. I hope Dusty Hera hears that and hates you. <laughs> I mean, come on. He's already got one as a fit. He does fine. already have one, and he's got it's, it's, it's established success. I That's kind of the angle for me. I really don't care about it. You know, like if the Yankees win, I'm not going to be bothered. I would pull for the NL at that point.
Yeah, I mean, no matter who wins, I, I would kind of prefer the Padres or Phillies to win the World Series. But if Dusty gets a ring, I'm cool with that. So you got two baseball games. Blazers are back tonight. And uh, I am betting the Blazers on the money line tonight. They're a two-point underdog. I'm taking that parlay that listener gave us. I yeah. love that parlay. I, I think Ant will get out of his slump here. Game over, Ant over, and uh, Jeremy Grant over three and a half rebounds. So have some fun gambling. Enjoy the baseball. Enjoy the basketball. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for being a part of our Wednesday. If you missed the show, go check the podcast. Talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Calling us next. Listening to 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 